Hello and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alastair Appleton. I hope you enjoy what you hear and if you'd like to find out more about us, then visit mind-springs.org. And so what happens is that thinking evolves. So as far as we know, probably about 100,000 years ago, the cognitive revolution happened and apes started to think. Nobody really knows when or how, but people started to think. So it was no longer just instinct and procreation, it wasn't just um, survival, it was about planning and imagining and remembering and strategizing. And this had enormous benefits for human beings. This was what makes us the most successful and also the most lethal creature on earth. Because we can guess what's around the corner. We can remember where the wildebeest gathered last year. And we can strategize how we can track the wildebeest and kill them. We're clever, in other words. But that ability to plan and manipulate reality, which is the essence of thinking, is really great in small amounts. But when, as it has done, it runs riot, it causes problems. Because then the thinking mind, the the, the special quality of the thinking mind is that it's not limited by what's in front of you. You you can think that you're Jesus. You can think that you can fly. You can think about building the Taj Mahal. You can think about exterminating a whole nation. You can think about an infinite number of things. And this also means you can worry about an infinite number of things. Because you can imagine all sorts of dangers around every corner. You can see everybody as a potential enemy. So... Where thinking in small doses is incredible bounty, thinking when it goes cancerous, when it runs out of control, becomes a problem. And in many ways that problem is what we call ego. Ego is the thinking mind that protects us too much, that worries too much There's an excess of thinking that gets in the way of actually living. The the image that Reggie Ray comes up with, which I think is a really excellent one, is someone who has headaches. They get headaches, or they have pain. They bang their toe or something, or they have sore joints. And they really, really don't want the pain. So they start to take painkillers. And the painkillers cut the pain. But then they get addicted to painkillers. And they can't stop taking painkillers. Even though there might not be any pain, they're so terrified of the pain, they become addicted to painkillers. And then the painkillers start to give them liver failure. And their body starts to collapse under the weight of all these painkillers that they've been taking. And then when someone says says to them, you need to go and see a doctor, there's something not right, 
they deny it and they refuse to go to the doctor. And then they die. This is like us with our egos. Life, raw, the raw stuff of life, is all sorts of things. It's beauty and it's pain, it's loss and it's gain, it's happiness and it's sadness. And there's quite a bit of pain involved in being alive. We have sentient bodies that when we prick them, they bleed. And if we don't accept that pain, if we take the painkiller of thinking too much, we end up damaging ourselves by cutting ourselves off from the very thing that keeps us alive, which is the rest of the world, (coughs) other people, the, the natural world, love, affection, communication, sustenance. And then we end up in this state of starvation where we're starting to damage ourselves by too much thinking, this excessive kind of thinking. And then that too much eventually starts to kill us. And someone comes along and says, it's too much, you need to get this sorted out. And we go into denial, and denial is the the state before we, we die. So this is, this is the ego. It's an excess of thinking. It's too much thinking in the face of life. It's trying to protect ourselves manically. It's a compulsive kind of protection, like dancing, crazy, doing magic spells to ward off something that you can never ward off and that actually would be much more healthy to open to. Life is, can be too much, but it's, it's all we have. And when we kind of can push through that wall of ego and open up into the raw experience of life, there's terror and there's anxiety, but on the other side is unimaginable joy and aliveness and vitality a quality, most importantly, of connectedness, because you recognize that everybody else is part of that picture. Everybody else can be on the other side of that that wall, even though many of us are trapped inside that cocoon. So that the the ego, it's not a a bad thing, it's not... um, you know, there's no blame involved in it. It's just a, a system that's gone, it's run out of control. And it's up to us to find a way to cut through it, to put the brakes on, to go and see a doctor, to wean ourselves off the addiction, to face up to the pain and become alive again. So... In a way, I want you to just let go of any sense that you're, it's a problem, or that you're to blame, or that it's evil, or that there's any kind of... It's not that. It's, it's just something that kind of got out of kilter. And the whole process of why we're here is really to undo that toxic knot. It's like a slip knot that we put round our own neck. 
And we keep on going, I've got to get it loose, I've got to get it loose, I've got, I've got to get it loose. But actually meditation and dharma and all these teachings, they're just about, okay, don't do that, don't pull that one, don't pull that one, don't pull that one, pull this one, and then take it off your head. This is essentially what, what meditation offers. It's the, it's the space, the spaciousness, the other possibility that allows us to see the, the slipknot that we've created and, and to release it. So, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening and please do join us again for more podcasts from MindSprings. You can find out more about us and our work at mind-springs.org. That's mind-springs.org.